Welcome to Hello Health Today, where health is a leadership strategy. I'm Dr. Carmen Mohan. In my medical clinic, I often apply studies on endurance athletes to the situations in which executive women find themselves. I do this because executive women have a hard time resting and hitting the pause button. So much of their sense of self comes from professional life. Endurance becomes a huge factor in their productivity at work. If you are the kind of woman who works for more than five consecutive days at a time, endurance is a topic that applies to you. To be clear, I'm talking about all of the work you do, paid and unpaid. Within the Hello Health system, if you spend your weekends doing anything other than recovering from a five-day work week, then you're using endurance to get yourself through some of your days. In this episode, we'll be talking about the endurance required in terms of the cognitive load you carry when you work as many as seven or more consecutive days. The time and processing effort of decision-making begins to compound. That's one of the downsides of being a woman with passion and purpose fueling a vision. When you are working to make the world a better place and contributing so much value, you are rarely satisfied with what's right in front of you. I call this dissatisfaction having your eyes on the horizon. It's not news that our greatest strengths can be the source of our greatest weaknesses. Great strength casts a shadow that gives us blind spots. So while it's necessary to have lofty goals that fuel our passion and ability to get things done, we need to acknowledge that there's a blind spot created when we keep our eyes on the horizon. And it's not just the intensity of the sun that blinds us. Let's back up for a second. To me, the horizon is most beautiful at sunrise. The pinks and yellows of the early morning remind me of the fleeting beauty of the day. I often earn the day by going for a run. One of my most favorite sights to see from a distance is the line of cross-country runners with the sun rising in the background. They stride along in a group cadence looking powerful, graceful, and purposeful. Seeing them makes me feel like it's a great idea. Me being up at dawn, putting in the miles, gazing at the horizon. I think I've mentioned this before. I really enjoy running. In fact, it's my preferred form of exercise. I like to run a marathon every season, whether it's an official race or a long run I do on my own. So, you know, I can run for quite some time. And when I run, I've gotten really good at keeping my eyes on the horizon. Training for endurance is my jam. Maybe that's why at work I can't seem to take my eyes off the horizon. Friends of mine with a similar affliction say it like this. There's always so much to do, and there's no end in sight. Doesn't that sound like the horizon line to you? Even if you're the kind of person who only runs when someone is chasing you. At work, I bet you run for miles on end. I bet you have a lot of stamina for the work you do. And the kind of goals you have in mind require a ton of endurance to achieve. Otherwise, they wouldn't be worth your time. Here's the bad news. Professional endurance athletes are prone to overtraining. Overtraining happens when the body hasn't been given enough time to recover from the stress of workouts. After about nine days, extra work endurance athletes put in can start to backfire and produce negative returns. The literature shows that after a period of peak performance training, the stress of endurance requires rest and recovery phases. Studies also show that endurance athletes who do not honor the value of sleep, rest, and recovery in their training programs become sick or injured at alarming rates. Studies show 
that injury prevention is the number one most important predictor of performance improvement. So it's not how hard endurance athletes work, but instead how well they recover from the stress they put on their bodies that predicts how well they perform. In other words, the most resilient athletes do best in competition. And taking this idea a step further, the most successful athletes intentionally use sleep, rest, and recovery to enhance their resilience. Recovery is part of their training program. So the same way their training schedule says run 800 meter repeats at six minute pace, the schedule also says rest on certain days at varying intervals. Hello Health exercise training programs gradually build in mileage for about three weeks, and then the fourth week backs off in terms of the exercise load by about 50%. This kind of intentional planning makes use of a fundamental truth about the human body, which is this. After meeting a challenge, the body builds itself during periods of rest, so the muscles of endurance athletes actually break down during workouts. The muscles are prompted to get stronger by the workouts, but the muscles actually build up to being stronger during the rest and recovery part of training periods. No matter how hard they push, athletes who don't get enough rest and recovery perform badly. Even worse, these athletes get hurt. They can end up on the sidelines, unable to do what they love. Here's the good news. Well-trained endurance athletes who incorporate adequate rest and recovery experience wonderful longevity in their professional careers. They have the kind of stamina I'd like to see women like you have in your career. Let's apply the concept of endurance to your life. How are you like an endurance athlete in terms of coping with stress? Part of what makes stress difficult to manage is having your eyes on the horizon. We work really hard to get to the top of the highest mountain, only to then have a better vantage point to get a better view of the next higher peak. It feels like the work is never done. What's more, the work can always be bigger and better and have a broader impact. So we're ever striving, ever working. When we're in this zone of high productivity, it's easy to overlook the fact that we've come so far and so much progress has been made. Because we have our eyes on that captivating and beautiful horizon line, we don't look back. A lot of what I do at Hello Health is simplify situations so we can all see more clearly. When we're seeing clearly and feeling good in terms of personal energy, a lot of what I say is probably self-evident. In case you're not feeling clear and centered, or you'd just like to hear more, let me expand a bit. Having our eyes on the horizon propels us forward into uncharted territory yet to be explored. We tell ourselves that out there lies all that is missing in the present. We need that missing piece so we can achieve our goals. We respond by working harder, longer, and with more discipline. Having our eyes on the horizon means not only are we never satisfied, but we also never rest, which means we don't tap into that wellspring of energy that comes from having a hugely satisfied sense of accomplishment. Instead, we trade restorative energy for more work toward the goal, but we work so hard without enough sleep, rest, and recovery that we begin to get diminishing returns. This is one recipe for burnout for a woman who is an expert in her own right who expects to be self-recharging. Not only do we need the rest, our endurance will be severely limited if we do not take the time to sleep, rest, and recover. For women at work, endurance 
plus resilience equals career stamina. At the beginning of the season, I promised to talk about our stress management system. It's time I mention it now. The Hello Health Stress Management Program applies the scientific body of knowledge on endurance athletes to executive women. We ask you to think less about managing things you can't control and more about enhancing your resilience. I don't know about you, but as I've gotten older, my life has only become more complicated. I've decided to stop waiting around for stressful events to pass. Instead, I've begun to develop ways to improve my resilience and my capacity to cope. And I enjoy helping others do the same. What sets the Hello Health approach to stress management apart from other programs is we use the body to help the mind. One of the reasons we encourage using body techniques to manage stress is that executive women often arrive at the end of their days with a mind that is exhausted, but with a body that is not. You are likely one of these women if you have trouble falling asleep because your mind is racing with all the things there are to do. So the mind won't turn off. Meanwhile, the body can't sleep, and the situation perpetuates itself. You've had to make so many decisions and factor in so many different kinds of information to arrive at good decisions that by the time you've crawled into bed, there are still pieces of information that haven't had time to process. This is what I mean when I say, Executive women have a high cognitive load. So, back to the title of the episode today. There's always so much to do. That's right. When you are a woman with ambition, there's always going to be so much to do. And there will never seem to be a good time for self-care. Do me a favor and listen to your internal dialogue for a moment. If you are feeling worried, afraid, or ashamed... These are cues that the volume on the internal dialogue has been turned up too loud. It might be coming from messages you've received in the past when people told you stuff like, You look tired. Have you been working too hard? Put your own oxygen mask on first. You've really got to learn to put yourself first. You know, I think you really need to take a break. You work too much. Oh, sleep is so important. So all those messages may be true for you at any given moment. I've never really found them very helpful, and that's why I think we should all try something different. What we all need is to take our eyes off of the horizon and instead begin to focus on progress. I'd like to share with you now a technique I've been using to help my clients shift their focus. It's so simple that anyone can do it, and no special training is required, so it won't appear at first to be as useful as it really is. All you do is keep a notepad on your nightstand. At the end of the day, you write down the date and the single most important thing you got done. Then you go back to doing whatever unwinding, restful activity you like to do before bed. After a few days of regular practice writing down one important thing that got done, you might start thinking, you know, I actually got more than just one really important thing done. That's great. Write all of the important things you did down for that day. Maybe it's two things. Maybe it's ten. Great. Just write it down. If you continue doing this once a day, at the end of the month, you will have a list of at least 30 accomplishments to review. Each month, on the first day of the month, read through your list. Even if reading through this list only takes five minutes, during the act of reviewing your list, you will be focusing on progress. 
that's five more minutes than you used to invest in focusing on progress. This has been a hugely rewarding technique women in my clinic are using. There's nothing quite like looking at a list of your own accomplishments. It's quite satisfying. And it's a great way to feel like you've earned that 30-minute rest period on your schedule. Members of the Hello Health Clinic say they sleep much better after jotting one accomplishment down. Sleeping after doing this exercise is a powerful way to strengthen your ability to focus on progress. Why? Well, to form a memory, you have to have a couple of things. First, you have to be paying attention. Second, you have to have enough sleep to lay information down into your long-term memory stores. What I'm telling you to do is deceptively easy and useful, probably because the technique makes use of your body's natural program for healing. It is really easy and it's super time efficient, and that's why it works so well. Even better, this one action can snowball and build into a beautiful upward spiral. Once you're able to shift your focus to progress rather than on what's left to do, your internal dialogue may shift too. With a list of accomplishments that's 30 long, your mind might start thinking, I obviously deserve a break. Once you start taking breaks, you may start feeling the contribution that more sleep, rest, and recovery make to your sense of personal energy. And then you'll come to experience for yourself what highly successful endurance athletes know. The power of sleep, rest, and recovery is instrumental to stamina. It's time to take one action step for today. Here's a menu of choices. Number one, don't take my word for it. Just try this for one week. When you feel discouraged, tired, unmotivated, or fatigued, ask yourself if your eyes are on the horizon. Asking yourself this simple question can be like taking a big breath and letting it out. You'll just start feeling better. Option number two, place your health journal or a notepad onto your nightstand. Before you go to bed, write down the single most important thing you got done today. Number three, my favorite, give yourself an eight-hour sleep opportunity tonight. In the morning, record how sleep makes you feel. This goes a long way toward you realizing the true value of sleep. It's so much better after hard work, and sleep makes reproducible high performance. When's a good time to get started with all this? How about today? Until next time, remember, today is good. If you enjoyed listening to Hello Health today, we could really use your feedback to help keep us going. If you're willing, please take time now to leave us a review. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you feel better today. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. Because I am a medical doctor, it's important for me to tell you that nothing I say here in this podcast can substitute for your doctor's advice. My lawyers make me say the same thing this way. The contents of this podcast are neither intended nor implied to be relied on for medical diagnosis, care, or treatment concerning any individual. Under no circumstances does this podcast create a physician-patient relationship, nor does it constitute engagement in the practice of medicine or the provision of any healthcare service to an individual patient. This podcast should not be used as a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Consult a 
Consult a healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or to obtain guidance about any medical conditions. The producers of this podcast expressly disclaimed responsibility and shall have no liability for any damages, loss, injury, or liability whatsoever suffered as a result of reliance on the information contained in this podcast.